0: Alright, should we just do it? Yeah. It's the
1: only life we got.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. Okay, cool. Ashton, you're still here? Yep. Cool. Girl! All right, what time is it? Girl time, I think. (laughs) Guys, you're killing me. What time is it? It It's
1: girl time. It's girl time. (laughs) Please, Ashton, what time is
0: it? It's girl time. (laughs) It's fine. Welcome to From Rushers with Love. We are a big time rush podcast. And this week we are talking about big time time fever. fever. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Maggie.
1: I'm Haley. I'm Ashton. Woo! Let's do this. All right. This episode was directed... Did you guys
0: introduce yourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay, Stop. cool. Let's go on. Let's move on.
1: Um, this episode was directed by Jonathan Judge, um, who directed... I just double-checked which one he directed. Photoshoot? Photoshoot. And it was written by Jed Springer, which it was interesting to me because this episode is the first one that he has directed... or written, sorry... That didn't include someone throwing a cat <laughs> <laughs> He's branching out. <clears throat> okay, so Well, let's just
0: jump into the episode. Yeah, it's
2: 95 degrees outside and they're dying. The boys they're going the to boys die.
1: explode from the elevator
2: with pool noodle.'s <laughs> three of the boys explode from the elevator. It took me a couple watches to notice. Well, it took me one rewatch. To notice that there were only three of them because they're carrying so much like pool shit, like noodles <laughs> and <laughs> various flotation things. Wait, who's missing? Haley. James is missing. Wow. Don't know. Oh James right, is. duh. <laughs>
1: duh. I've watched the rest of the episode. I know what happens. All right. Cool. <laughs>
2: ninety-five degrees outside. Apparently, cool it's hot. never been ninety-five in Minnesota before. So there are losing their minds
0: i mean is that wild for la that seems like it's like a normal no, amount of hot really. for california I mean, but i've also never been there they,
2: they get there in like january right originally something like i don't that. think
0: it's ever established
2: when they get there it's minus eight in minnesota so they're like yeah let's stay here hmm. and it's been three months so. Okay, so yeah 95 in april is not super super rare
0: uh, April April's too early for that shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but it can't go in the pool because it's adult swim hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, only bitters is well, yeah, bitters is the only adult taking advantage of adult swim. So there, he, he, one
0: of his whiteboards is out, and it that's that's what it says. It says adult swim, no kids allowed. And Logan goes, that's just plain rude. <laughs> Which just <laughs> the funniest possible response. I'm so I would sorry like to, to nominate.
1: Do this. Um, yeah, I went to say this earlier, and I couldn't find the note I had on it. Dred Springer wrote for Pinky and the Brain, and also his first ever fart joke was written for Big Time Rush.
2: Source. Proud of him. He had, nev- Is that like he a fun had been writing
1: for years resume. and years. Yeah, it's a fun fact that he mentioned in um, the Nighttime Show. <laughs> that- <laughs> He was like, "Oh, I'm never gonna. Good. I'm gonna be. I'm too good for fart jokes." And then in like the first episode that he was writing for, he had to figure out how to do the underwater fart record. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do
0: that. He did because really... Scott Fellows
1: asked him to. Scott. Oh
2: my god. Scott.
0: <laughs> that must suck. Yeah. Because if Scott Fellows ask you to do a fart world record, then you, you can't say no to Scott Fellows. Um, I would like to preemptively nominate Logan for MVP of this episode. I enjoyed his performance a
2: lot. Yes. And yeah. I think he deserves it.
1: Yeah. I'll give you that.
2: So okay, everyone else <laughs> is standing around the pool just staring at bitters, and they're so sad. They can't <laughs> think... They, there's only one of him, and no no one wants to Cross him. There's so I, much space in the pool, and they're just I also love that they, they haven't found anything else to do. They're just staring at the pool. It it takes Kendall Knight and a dry erase marker. <laughs> He's like, the sign doesn't say Adult Swim No Kids Allowed. It says Adult Swim? No! Kids Allowed! And he adds some punctuation to it. And, and then they everyone all jump jumps in. into the pool immediately. <laughs>
0: Except they don't. The boys don't. They're just proud of their work. They're well, proud of Kendall's work. They have Kendall's to talk work.
1: to Camille. Yeah, they, they need to hear
0: about how great they are from Camille.
1: <laughs> um, she compliments them for not falling victim to Hollywood fever, for still being the same fun, goofy guys they were when they got here. No, what she says
0: is you're still the same down to earth guys you were when we got here. And I see, I know what she means, but it's, it's just fun to think about how. Like does down to earth to her mean mischief? <laughs> I guess that's just their default state. Everyone I guess is probably what she means. But... If you're
2: Camille, so Hollywood fever has not gotten them, or has it? <gasps> Cause in walks <gasps> James. No, James is already there. He lowers his <laughs> magazine. He's been there the whole time. I've been here this? the whole time what was it called it was like something dog oh there was a sexy dog ad on the back sexy dog yes the sexy dog dog food sure yeah it was an ad was on probably, the back of the magazine uh, so he lowers his magazine and um is... to quote <laughs> to quote i think it was
1: logan said this
0: it's absolutely logan yes you
1: know he looks like a yam <laughs> It killed me. It's
0: nothing. It killed me. I don't know, guys. Orange James is so funny, and I can't clock watch. But they just every time someone just goes, "He's orange," I like lose my mind. It's so funny. Um, anyway, yeah, James they, is orange. Every
2: time they call him Orange James, like he's a separate being. <laughs> yeah. <from the laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. No, we're gonna get we're gonna there. get there. I have a so specific point in the episode where I'm gonna talk about this. i
2: so
1: Yeah, I have yes. like my notes are specifically like okay. Once we get to this point in the episode, I'm bringing out this part of my theory. I have a theory. We're getting there. Stay tuned. <laughs> So Carlos thinks
0: that this happened because Carlos had told James not to buy (laughs) clams from the guy on the freeway. So I guess in his mind, James bought some clams from the guy on the freeway and then ate them and then turned orange. Okay. Guys, what's this running joke? It comes up more than once on this show specifically.
2: Do people sell food on the freeway? I think sometimes exit ramps. Like, when you're waiting for the light to change, there'll be somebody there, like, selling something. With clams? Never seen clams. It's usually, like... Have you
0: seen oranges?
2: Probably. Okay. It's usually a produce.
0: Anyway, wild. That doesn't happen where the places I have lived.
1: Everybody involved in the show lives in L.A., so they know what it's like.
0: I don't think it's unique
1: to... I don't know. Hey, do you think in
0: L.A. they call it this town in real life (laughs) yeah because um, (laughs) like a pop punk band (laughs) the amount of times they say the words this town in this episode i did not tally them but it's um a lot too many it starts here because they're like this town is starting to change him and the heat's making it worse Wild for a lot of reasons. His mandarin action tan spray, it's a Kuda brand, obviously. It seems pretty on brand for James to have like a day like this. Mm-hmm. A logical continuation of the man spray right. from Big Time Love Song. But in like, Big this, Time... Is, this is not that much of a leap. But
1: in Big Time Love Song, he had a severe allergic reaction. You would think that he would
2: just <laughs> and... never
1: be involved with Kuda ever again. You'd think so. <laughs> And now instead of looking at the camera and saying "Better wear your kuda," there's just this weird growl that happens. Yeah, I don't know why there is a growl. I don't like it
2: because it's like a
1: but it's like a cat
0: sound, like a puma, but it's kuda, which is barracuda, which is a fish.
1: I guess fish don't make cool noises. (laughs) What would it be like? Just splash, splash, blush.
0: (laughs) Is it like how in nature documentaries they edit in like some other? Sound over an eagle, cause eagles sound really dumb. Wait, really? But now it's a fish and a giant cat. Obsessed with that. Uh, this is where I learned that guitar dude was originally a concert cellist when he first moved to the Palmwoods, which is fantastic.
2: <laughs> yeah, we see him in cellist form performing his "What's Up" song, but then it's called "What Is Up." What is up? <laughs> It's not as good. I think he Mm -hmm. made the right choice. Absolutely.
0: Apparently the Jennifers walked in normal motion.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) And then they're like, oh, that explains your weird behavior, Camille. And then she's amazing because she goes, what weird behavior? And then she slaps Logan and then she kisses him on the mouth and then she slaps him again and then she leaves. (laughs) She's having such a good time. (laughs) It's a great time. I think the thing about Camille is that she 1,000% has like control over her weirdness, <laughs> but she likes being weird and isn't going to mm-hmm. let other people take that away from her, because she's just confident enough in herself where yes. she can just, like, do. She, this is what she likes doing, I guess, slapping people, which is not a great <laughs> thing, but it's still very funny to me. <laughs> I don't want to endorse uh,
1: violence against teenagers, but... Kendall is sure that he can break James of his Hollywood fever, so he walks up to James and says, "James, you're orange and you look like a freak." He's so confident
0: this is gonna cure James.
1: He's
2: so mad. Like, dude, I'm gonna bully they him out of it. They made a pact when they got there to be true to themselves, and he's definitely the only one who still cares, like yeah. at all, about yeah. the pact specifically, like. I don't. I like when he gets weird about you know, like the
0: turning his back on his friends. Yes, uh, James clarifies that he's Mangarine, not orange, <laughs> but Mangarine James doesn't have the same ring to it as orange James. So, <laughs> <laughs> and he explains that in Hollywood, if you can't tan with the big boys, don't even bother showing up at all. <laughs> and Logan just goes, "I don't even know how to respond to that." <laughs>
2: Neither do I. Which isn't funny, but
0: I just enjoy him so much (laughs) right now. Yeah, I don't know if it's just his deliveries. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I'm just enjoying him. Yeah, and then they say, James, we agreed we wouldn't let this town change us. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a... LA I don't think is a town, right? It's a city. There's no way.
2: But they're usually... I think when people say that they usually mean like Hollywood specifically, and they're they're not even talking about the physical location. They just mean show business. But the city is theirs. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. We'll
1: that by Katie.
0: <laughs> oh, no wait. <laughs> well, James has to defend himself from his friends trying to take his action tan spray. He yells, "Action tan, activate!" And then he spins around and he sprays his <laughs> tanning spray, and it works because then he's able to escape. Kendall goes get him,
1: <laughs> and then the...
0: Kendall has so much power. I don't think spurs. they were gonna chase after him until Kendall said that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, so now Katie's Katie subplots like fine. It's not very interesting to me. Um, the fun thing to me but...
1: is that she's setting up a little like frozen ice stand, and Bitters comes up to her and says, "Oh look, it's Devil Boy's sister." Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: I'm assuming it's just because he's like the chief mischief boy out of the four of them, and they're like they wreak havoc on the palm woods. But I really enjoy Kendall being devil boy. Yeah, (laughs) that's extremely good.
2: So Katie is doing the snow cone thing because it's her chance to take over this town. (laughs) She's got a whole like.
1: 10 20 year plan it's impressive for a 10 year old and then he's like mocking her when he says oh are you a whittle tycoon yes you are baby talk 101 (laughs) (laughs) and then she pulls up her open sign and gets mobbed by customers immediately because katie's a smart 10 year old And the next scene, it's
0: at Rock Records. So we got no follow-up on Kendall saying, get him, (laughs) and then them chasing him. We don't know what happened between them then and then them getting in the recording booth. It was probably chaos. I have a theory. Yes.
2: I have an idea. It's not an idea. Um, (laughs) When they show the facade of Rock Records, they have the freight train sound effect. So I thought it was implied Mm. that freight train showed up at the Palm Woods and picked them all up and just carried them there. That's Ooh. perfect actually. I feel like he could subdue Orange James. <laughs> he's the only one strong
1: enough. And then Maybe like it was shift
0: ended and that's why he's not. The Logan train.
1: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that freight train was there, saw Orange James, extrapolated what was about to happen and said, mm, I'm taking a day off. <laughs> hey, did you guys notice ever the sign that's outside
0: rock records there's like posters for his old boy bands and one of them is called game point to my heart that's the single and then it's by the ball boys and they're like a basketball boy band
2: Obsessed. i did not notice that
0: because I, I we never hear more about them and i'm very upset
1: man they could have been called boy time rush <laughs> Ugh, we are so close uh, so they're
0: only recording studio singing stuck and James is orange, <laughs> and Gustavo and Kelly and the recording booth guy are just, like, reacting to orange James with their faces. They're not having it. And then Gustavo yells, cut, cut, but, like, in the same tune, in the same key is Stuck, when they go, stuck, stuck, <laughs> which I thought was very fun.
2: So Gustavo's like, will somebody please tell me why James is orange? And then James just takes out his fucking mandarin and... Sprays more of it in this tiny little sound booth. It's got to be like, what, like seven by eight. Yeah, no, it's sounds... nice. I have to not think about
0: it because it's very stressful.
2: Um, so Gustavo calls them out of there, um, to yell at James, and he's like, "Image is everything," and the image I'm going for is not three normal boys and a tangerine freak. And James is like, "Oh, just... does that mean the other three are too pale?" Because I brought enough spray to fix that. <laughs>
0: I think Three Normal Boys and a Tangerine Freak is a very fun band name it's that they should have eye. considered. Yeah. Also, Logan wears a sweater vest <laughs> for the first half of this episode, and it's very cute, and I support him. That's just a throwback to middle middle school Maggie. That was She was all about that. Um, also, when they're having this conversation, James like elbows Logan to be like, "Uh, yeah, like he's, I don't know, he's not getting what's happening but then Logan is like really gross off and like wipes his shirt sleeve off because Orange James
2: touched him (laughs) so that sucks (laughs) um (laughs) so Kendall's like, we think he has Hollywood fever and then psycho strings Mm -hmm. and Kelly gasps and Gustavo like puts his hand in her face and is like you, don't panic you. Stop being orange! <laughs> that's Tries to take
1: away the mandarin, and James has more. And then He has he's... so much more. He has so much. He's killing the There's... environment. Maybe that's why they didn't throw any cats in this episode, because he was too busy killing the environment. <laughs> Jed Springer?
2: Yeah.
1: He's a menace. Stop, Stop being a menace. No, I think he's pretty chill, like, as an actual person, from what I could tell from his, like, body of work.
2: I mean, they did have to, like, actually spray some stuff, though, like, to make this, oh, I think. Like, it's probably just orange spray paint, so... Yeah, that's true.
0: Gustavo threatens to replace James with someone who's not orange, unless they fix him. So let's go to 2J. So, Kendall confirms that James is not in the bathroom. And he does say the bathroom, which... <laughs> So is that confirmation? It's the only bathroom in the apartment. Maybe that's upsetting. It's a really small bathroom. There's so many boys.
1: I don't know. I have like my parents' house has multiple bathrooms, and I wouldn't say like, oh yeah, it's not in the upstairs bathroom. I'd say oh, it's not in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> it,
1: Orange James. Oh, just whenever, <laughs> if <laughs> I'm looking for something, I've I've never. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I remember all those Logan. times
2: I went to your parents and Orange James was there. Yeah, it sucks. i just like, can he please leave? Uh, Carlos confirms that
0: Orange James is not in the Sparley Slide, and then Logan walks out of that hallway that haunts my entire life, (laughs) and he didn't find James, but he found an empty bottle of the Mandarin Action Spray, and looks at the label and confirms that it can be dissolved with water, which is a wild (laughs) concept for tanning spray. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know much well, about tanning spray, but that doesn't seem water. like that should be the way that it works. I think it's just a really shitty product, because is just a terrible, terrible company Yes, that makes bad products.
2: <laughs> so Carlos is like, you guys thinking what I'm thinking? And then Kendall and Logan do like a slow motion nod together. And then suddenly they all have super soakers, and they make actual gun sounds. Like how their mm-hmm. plastic plates make... Lash-shattering sounds, and they're all wearing bandanas. Right. Yeah. And this is where I really started to
1: dive into this theory here. Are they trying
0: to tap into Bandana Man's powers in order to stop a different version of James?
1: Well, possibly that could be part of it. Because I think that Bandana Man is trying to break free via Orange James. <laughs>
0: Is it because they've already caught on to Bandana Man, so he's trying to come out in a different form? Yes.
1: And I think that, as you know, they talked about how the Hollywood fever is made worse by the heat. Um, I think that heat is what strengthens Bandana Man, and the cold is what kind of like keeps him at bay, which is why... Which is why he never
0: came out before Mm -hmm. they got to LA.
1: Right. Obviously, he did at some point, because... They knew enough to be afraid of Bandana Man. Um, so I think maybe they went on vacation or maybe there was like a heat wave, as far as a heat wave can happen in uh, Minnesota. You know, Kendall kind of was the one who was mostly able to keep back Bandana Man because he is the strongest against Bandana Man's powers. Um, Kendall's
0: also definitely the most perceptive because the rest of them are too easily distracted yes. by
1: literally anything else. So. <laughs> right. And that's why it was so important to him that the four of them stay together mm. um, in the first episode, you know? Because if he left James
0: back in Minnesota, who knows what would happen. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and it's also why he's oh God, so no. it's so important to him that we ca- we got to remember where we came from. We have to stay true to ourselves because he knows that if James is not true to himself, Bandana Man takes over.
2: So um, I'm just thinking about how that means climate <laughs> change is... Climate change. Climate change is making James worse. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which, like, yeah. <laughs> like how however, it's making bears worse, and like bears are attacking people more because it's disrupting their hibernation patterns. Yeah. And okay. And so they decided. You know,
1: obviously he's getting pretty bad. Bandana Man's taking a new approach. Maybe we'll take a new approach. So they put on the bandanas in an attempt to siphon some of Bandana Man's power, make him weaker and easier to overpower, but they unintentionally opened themselves up to, instead of using the power of Bandana Man, were overtaken by the power of Bandana Man, which we're (gasps) going to see in the next couple of scenes. Can I tell you what I wrote about this? Also, before we get into the next couple of scenes, Kendall calls them Carlitos and Loganator when he's telling them the plan, I think that's really fun.
2: Okay, yeah, two things. All I wrote was, they are all wearing bandanas, this is appropriation. (laughs) And then, okay, so Loganator sounds like a cool thing, like it's a play on Terminator. Carlitos just means little Carlos. (laughs)
1: So that's not as cool. They've called him that before? It sounds like it's just his
2: nickname. And then I was like, what is, well then, but there's also like little Logie. And that's different (laughs) from Loganator. So I was trying to figure out what James's nickname would be if he was here and part of this. Jimothy. And then I just thought about Orange James and started laughing again. <laughs> so I don't know.
0: Is it possible that Orange James, Bandana Man, and Mirror James are all separate entities? Or are they definitely one?
2: Hmm. It's Maybe it's like a political alignment chart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh no. Also, because maybe
0: they are all part of James but it's like one part like comes and takes over. Like this happens in Star Trek. You know. You know how it goes. But like inside of him, it's like he has different traits like people do. Yeah. But they're embodied by there's an orange one, there's a bandana one, and then there's a mirror one. Oh,
1: this is so the mirror funny. one
0: is all about being it's all about being pretty but not like, no brain, right? Which is a big part of him, but it's not okay. all he has. Because, like,
1: I don't know about that. Because Mira James seemed very insidious, that's true. Uh, so many angles, so many
2: possibilities. Mm-hmm. All right, so welcome back to this. Carlitos is gonna scope the pool for Orange James, does not get old. Loganator is he gonna
0: says, Tyler, have you seen Orange James? And then I just, I'm yelling,
2: Sir, have you seen Jordan? <laughs> Loganator is gonna hit the Palmwoods Park. They don't say what he's gonna do there. Like you he assume he's supposed to scope for Orange James, but he, all he tells him to do is go to the park. So I don't think he is really he's just at trying to get Logan, Logan out of the way for what happens to Logan. And Kendall is gonna stake out the lobby. Then he'll move out, and then they move out. And Logan does like a bird call that I didn't <laughs> care for. So. You know
0: what happens here is that Kendall wanted to stay in the air conditioning. Yes. Mm. So that's why he claimed the lobby, and he sent the other ones outside because he knew they Ooh. would do it. He says. Also, the outfits they're wearing are ridiculous for ninety-five degrees. Yeah, I'm guessing it's because they had to go to Rock Records, and they're like, "Okay, we have to like what kind of professional because we're going to record." So they'd put on normal people clothes, and then they just didn't change, but they did go and find sunglasses and bandanas. <laughs> for their mission, but like forgot about the rest of the outfit. I don't know. They're on like, jeans and long sleeves and sweater vests. It's ridiculous.
1: I think that they're just teenage boys who don't think about the consequences of their actions and think, <laughs>
2: ah, these look cool. So we immediately see Carlos scoping out the pool. He gets out there, he rolls across a table that a couple is sitting at <laughs> and he knocks all of their stuff onto the ground. And then he goes up to Tyler and he's like, Tyler, have you seen Orange James? Tyler's like, no, but here come two of the Jennifers. And then he turns their fan on for them. But then they, they don't walk
1: right. They stumble. It's tragic. They're missing the blonde
0: one. Uh, they found out that she took a soap opera job in Iceland because the heat was making her hair lifeless. So that happened like over the span of like lunchtime. They saw her that <laughs> morning. It's like one heat wave, one hot day. Mm-hmm. And it might have been a few hot days, actually. Maybe it's been a lot of hot days, been on don't actually know.
1: But they've lost a Jennifer, and they cry to Carlos and realize that he's the same height as old Jennifer. He could help their pool entrances be as powerful as they once were. And so they talk him into being a Jennifer.
0: Katie Plot. Again, it's not that interesting to me. Um, Bitters walks up, and he tries to shut her down. Because, because he, wants, she,
1: he wants the profits, and he wants to make a deal with her so that he can right. make money off of this 10-year-old child. And she says, shut up, so he takes away her stand.
0: But then Buddha Bob was, I guess, cleaning like the bottom of the pool, so he swims up to the I, side of the pool. I thought emerges. he was just
2: enjoying adult swim.
0: He was holding like a maintenance cleaning thing that like a tube yeah for like scrubbing a pool
1: so he's, he's like, always
0: working he mm-hmm. can't escape it
1: the palmwood episodes usually or the palmwood scenes are usually during the work day and it is his full-time
2: job so he's like if there's one thing I learned in business school it's that you can always get out of a contract and Katie's like okay well she says dude I'm ten <laughs> well no he says a lot of like Fancy business words at her and then she says, Dude, I'm ten. Yeah.
0: He asks if a T bond's value moves in the opposite direction of its yields, And I tried to Google it. It seems like it seems like the answer is yes, but I don't know enough about business to confirm it for mm-hmm. sure. But now we like know how old she is, which is helpful because I think the actress is like our age, so at the time she was probably like twelve or thirteen. I don't know. Mhm. Uh, so Buddha Bob is like, well, I can't get you a blender, but I have this wood chipper, and then a hot day is to put ice in it, and then he can, like, pretend he's skiing in the, wood, in the ice chips, and he does some fun little swishing ski noises.
2: So let's see what's happening in the lobby. There's actually too much happening in the lobby. It's pretty dope, which sucks. <laughs> I know. I'm
0: very impressed every single time. Because Kendall's got his water gun to wash off Orange James, so he yells, James! <laughs> and then as he's shooting at him, James does these super sweet like cartwheels and backflips like, through the entire lobby over to the elevators, and it's all in slow motion, and he avoids all of the... They're not bullets. That's not how water guns work, but... Squirts? <laughs> <Sports. laughs> he doesn't get hit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's extremely impressive, because... Like that's not a stunt guy, that's just like James, mm-hmm. I think, just going. Yeah, he's just backflips.
2: Absolutely yeah. a stunt guy, what are you talking
0: about? Not the last one. Which when he When he's like going in the lobby, that's that's a that's a James, right? doing all of those flips? At least I thought he did the last backflip. I could be extremely wrong. I just assumed it was him. Backflip?
1: Yeah, they I can all do so. backflips.
0: I don't think Kendall can do a backflip. No. <laughs> I don't think there's any way Kendall could do a backflip. I but could be but James mistaken, and Logan but...
1: definitely can
0: because he confirms it in the pilot, and then he just <laughs> never does it. Okay,
2: <laughs> so they just do a big old Matrix pastiche. It's incredible. James gets to the elevator and gets inside, and then he pokes his head back out and sprays mandarine, and then closes the door and goes wherever. And Kendall's like, I can't believe I missed, and now everyone else in the lobby is soaking wet, and they are so mad at him.
1: But and he now says he's
2: gonna die. Well, he
1: said, "Guess I helped you guys beat the heat," which sucks. I would be even I've, more mad at him. I would
2: have physically fought I mean, he, this man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he knew the line didn't work, because then he immediately runs away because <laughs> he knows that he couldn't talk his way out of that one. Yeah. Uh, so Logan is at the park looking for Orange James, and he runs into Guitar Dude. So he's like, hey, you seen Orange James? And Guitar Dude's like, dude, have you seen yourself? <laughs> because he's telling Logan to, like, chill out, because this kid is wearing a sweater vest on a 95-degree day with a bandana and sunglasses and it. A... He's, he's doing his whole thing. And Logan's like, no, you don't understand. James looks really stupid. <laughs> Guitar Dude has some, like, really wise things to say. He's like, you know, if tanning's his thing, well, that's cool. Let James be James. And then he makes a little song about let James be James. And then he tries to make Logan play the bongos with him. Logan's like, look, I don't have time for this. And Guitar Dude goes, hey, man, you can rush around trying to find someone that doesn't want to be found, or you can find Logan. And then Logan starts playing the bongos, and he's really... Enjoying himself, and then they presumably smoke a bunch of weed after the camera <laughs> rolls away.
2: Every, I feel like every time there's a guitar dude episode, I end up writing, "What is guitar dude's weed dealer's number?" <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, back at the
0: pool, they are turning Carlos into a Jennifer, and he's not really convinced yet because, like, he's a nice person.
2: Like he he's like alternating between a fedora and his helmet. This <laughs> so like. We could talk about Fedora Carlos if we had to. I don't think we have to. It's not his fault. Mm -mm. So they're like, when do you, do you have your own dressing room at the studio? And he's like, we keep all our stuff in a duffel bag. So these guys (laughs) share a single duffel bag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they need too much
2: stuff there. I guess. It's probably like a hockey bag though that they had in minnesota and they brought and it probably smells really bad and that's i couldn't stop thinking about it i was like that bag is probably disgusting Mm -hmm.
0: that's a thousand percent what's going on here
2: and he's never sung lead on one of their songs which is true
0: and in the background as they're having this conversation uh kendall is chasing orange (laughs) james through the pool (laughs) and he's screaming for help from carlos but carlos just he hears him But he straight up, he does not acknowledge him. And he's like, hey, Jennifer, keep talking. And then they're explaining. They're like, hey, to make it in this town, you have to be mean and selfish and in it to win it. And then (laughs) Kendall's just sprinting through the background after Orange James. And it's like, that's peak comedy. I don't know. But yeah, no, they've convinced Carlos. He's a Jennifer now.
2: He's committed to the fedora. He's a tiger shark they do this, like, elaborate fish metaphor about how to make it in this town. Oh, yeah. She said that this
1: town is like a fish tank. You're either a shark or a piranha. Or a minnow or a piranha. What fish tanks have they been interacting with? <laughs> it's the eat or be eaten thing. Right. No, I know, I know that's what it is. But... Right, but a fish tank consists of more than minnows and piranhas they could I mean, have just said... a piranha
0: tank you put minnows in there to feed to them probably
2: do they hang out around a lot of piranha tanks could just said you this have piranhas is, like, with other fish the ocean well it's a fish
0: tank because everyone's looking at you
2: it's a bad metaphor kendall finally corners james he's about to spray him but his... it gets intense yeah james
0: does this really creepy head tilt it's <laughs> like you're looking a little pale kendall it sucks.
2: Um, uh, Kendall tries to spray James, but he's out of water, and James gets away. And then Gustavo calls and asks if James' fever is cured. No, and... he presumes. Oh yeah, he's like, you did the thing, right, Kendall? And then behind Kendall, um, Orange James and Jennifer Carlos and Bongo's Logan all, like, start closing in on him. <laughs> After the commercial
0: break, they're all in the recording booth again, and by all, I do mean both Jennifer's behind mm-hmm. Carlos as well.
1: Guitar dude's not there.
0: No, he's not. My note for this scene is, stuck plus bongos equals Maggie crying. <laughs> because I was in literal tears. It was- <laughs> it's exquisite.
2: I just wrote the heading for this section in my notes is just, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Gustavo I do think I think
1: this scene could have gone very differently if Kendall had not been in the lobby um, when he was looking for James. I feel like that is the only thing that saved him from falling prey to not just Hollywood Fever, but also Evil Bandana Man powers. Because he was pretty close to being nuts
2: with the water guns. He got. Oh, I, I actually was not worried about him at all in that regard. I was like, yeah, that's just a Kendall. <laughs> I'm so sick
0: of him being the special one who's true to his roots. <laughs>
2: right. So I
1: think I think that he was very close. And if Gustavo had not called when he did, and they had gone along with their shenanigans for a little bit longer, like maybe a couple of hours, he also would have gone into a weird, awful version of himself.
0: And then Katie would have to stop it because it's interfering with her uh, snow cone
1: sales. I want that episode.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, Gustavo pulls Kendall into his office. Uh, Gustavo is wearing a hoodie that's bedazzled with rhinestones and it has a big rhinestone G <laughs> on it and it has a matching beret.
1: Fun fact um, they told uh, SKG that he could have a lot of freedom with what he thought gustavo would wear so he just went to a bunch of secondhand shops and found all of this old like kangol and rock and just the tackiest clothes he could find and he created gustavo's closet nice which means he created gustavo right and i think he was able to take a bunch of it with him
0: well that that feels on. like i mean he bought yeah. it
2: oh true Kendall's
0: trying to explain... He doesn't know what happened. Um, He explains he was trying to wash off Orange James, and then things (laughs) just kind of snowballed. Do you you think that was a foreshadow? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I thought that was fun.
2: So Kendall's like, why do I have to fix everything? Gustavo's like, you're kind of the leader, so kind of stop them! (laughs) And then they all break down the office door because Kelly couldn't stop them. And they start yelling...
0: Carlos says, yo, Gustav, I want a solo on the next
2: album. And, then and his Jennifer's... name is Jennifer now. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, well, maybe, maybe not that. And the band's new name is Carlos and the Rush. <laughs> and then he hands him like a mock-up of the album. And it's, I didn't pause it and look, but it's got, I think, most of the tracks listed on the back. Like, I definitely saw Big Time Rush and Famous. Written on it, so and a, I'm just trying and to know. City out is
0: ours is on there,
2: yeah. Which songs they've written by that point.
0: Logan is not sober <laughs> right now, <laughs> he implores everybody to chill it out and hop aboard the Logan train to Mellowville, <laughs> and then he boops Gustavo on the nose and says, bank, not like that, he says it in a different way. is this the second time he's booped someone's nose on the show so that's a fun continuity
1: i also didn't type out the line because instead i typed out maggie's gonna say logan's line here
0: (laughs) yeah i don't i don't want to like do it no see i
2: tried that once with another line once and it didn't happen (laughs) I
0: would love to know how specifically this scene was scripted, and how much they just let Logan do his thing.
2: (laughs) Maybe they actually gave him some weed. A lot of bongo playing.
1: I don't think that Nickelodeon is allowed. well, this was before they had Snoop Dogg on, right?
0: Yeah. Duh, yeah. Yeah. Why am I saying right? But I don't think having Snoop Dogg on their show lets them talk about weed. (laughs) I don't think that's part of the deal.
1: And then from the other side of the door, you hear a voice say, knock, knock. And everyone in the room (laughs) says, who's there? And the answer is orange. They all say, orange who? (laughs) And James bursts through the door and says, orange, you glad I brought enough mandarin for
0: everyone? (laughs) I was really hoping he was going to say, orange James. (laughs) But he didn't. <laughs>
1: That's the best That's possible the- answer, actually.
0: It's <laughs> gonna be my new go-to joke now. <laughs> Just in any setting. Me too.
2: Okay. <laughs> Kendall, Gustavo, and Kelly all escape to the supply closet, and they admit that Hollywood Fever has broken up almost all of Gustavo's previous bands. <laughs>
1: Says either they go to solo careers or they go to Canada to live along the among the moose. Boy (laughs) quake! Almost like it's a nervous tick. Um, Almost
0: like the scooter's thing.
2: For that (laughs)
0: one. So I think another important thing is that Gustavo already has a a very negative association with bongos.
1: Calm Gustavo
0: down. <laughs> I should probably not just say that. I'm going to clarify. Um, He destroyed Matthew McConaughey's mailbox and then got arrested for it because Matthew McConaughey plays the bongos until three in the morning and they're neighbors, I guess. So Gustavo <laughs> probably had some like some bad flashbacks when slogan came in with those.
2: They're going to divide and conquer. Kendall is going to take bongo boy and drum some sense <laughs> <today>. <laughs> Kelly is gonna find Carlos and remind him that he's NOT A Jennifer! And I wanted him to say that he was gonna make James stop being orange, but he just says he's getting yeah. James a shrink.
0: I mean, he already peaked with Bongo Boy. It was only gonna go downhill from there.
2: I don't <laughs> know. Orange James is so good. Orange James True. is
1: perfect. Well, Orange James. Does, I also wrote that Kelly looks really cute. Mocking the scene. phrase Orange James. Kelly always looks cute. It's like. I know. It's almost not even worth putting in the notes anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like a
0: hair clip and then like a bunch of necklaces oh, and yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Good for her.
2: Uh, so we got... Uh, now there's
0: a Katie scene.
2: Buddha Bob has constructed her like a big floating platform. I don't know what it's suspended from. Um, But it Palm makes tree. it so that she's not invited <laughs> to the be- because she's not on Palmwood's property. She's above it. And then Bitter's like Threatens to destroy her, you know, like you say to children. <laughs> well, so he'll buy it
1: for a hundred bucks, and she says five hundred. Right, she definitely made
2: would
0: make more than a hundred bucks. Probably has made more oh, than a hundred yeah. bucks on the stand so far. Mm-hmm. So I think five hundred is a fair offer. Also, does he not know where to buy snow cone? Like I'm sure he's a no. table. He'd have to, he doesn't know where to get ice. That's probably the issue. Well,
1: he's Budabob's he Bob's boss. He
0: could probably out. just tell no he could just tell buddha bob to make him ice because he's his boss and he'll do it
1: that's true
0: he would just need to buy like syrup or whatever he could tell buddha bob to go buy syrup and he'd do it buddha bob will just like do whatever
1: i think the important thing to know about bitters character is that he wants to make money but he doesn't want to do any work to make it
0: and he also wants to destroy katie because she's doing better than him like at life and it makes him feel insecure right. so I think that's where we're and at also, at this point.
1: Also because she's Devil Boy's sister.
0: Oh yeah. He's too afraid of Kendall to take him on directly so he has <laughs> to like go through the family.
2: I'm also afraid of Kendall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bitter's does like a full on evil laugh and then he walks away and he steals someone's snow cone. Um, He's stuck. So Kendall enlists Tyler and Camille to help him with Bongo Boy. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna tap
1: into Logan's love of math.
0: They said into the old Logan's love of math, right. which does suggest that this the is the old Logan is dead. This is not this is a different person.
1: <laughs> right. Because yeah. the powers of Bandana Man unleashed a horrible kind of new creation that is Logan. I mean,
0: I think that's just what Hollywood Fever is. They get taken over by, like, a moose person, and then they move to Canada. <laughs> like, maybe this is just something that happens in this universe, but it's, like, especially wild for James. Maybe. He's, I don't know. I don't know what makes him
2: He's James. tap into
0: the other side. Let but...
2: James be James. Let James be James. Don't play don't those games. Don't play
0: those games. games. The Kendall's plan is to make Logan trade in his bongo rhythms for logarithms and no one laughs at his joke again, jokes for
2: himself <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask if anyone else expected Kendall to send Tyler to beat Logan with a cardboard cutout of Phoebe and the she but he just sends him over with some apples and he makes him do a like subtraction problem so Tyler's like how many apples do I have left? And Logan's like, doesn't matter, dude. As long as you've still got some apples and Cindy's got some apples. And then Kendall is, like, leaning into it. He's like, yeah, he's got a point. Camille is yells, not Because he... she's the weird one. Because he can't yell, damn it. I wish he could. I want to I am
0: really into <laughs> Logan's vibes in this episode. It's fantastic. He's finally, He's finally not anxious for once in his life I would love to be that high like most days (laughs) and have some bongos and like not be stressed out about apples I don't know
2: so that didn't work Gustavo's got that shrink for James and she's like don't worry I I got this I'm a shrink I know he's doing this to cope with his feelings of estrangement from his hometown in his new and intense Hollywood environment and Gustavo's like, no, he's just nuts. And orange. And Shrink is like, no, 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 no. you don't. I worked with Taylor Lautner, and before I worked with him, he couldn't leave the house without a sock monkey. And I couldn't stop thinking about the Stephen kramer Glickman TikTok, where Taylor Lautner was extremely rude to him at the 2011 <laughs> Kids' Choice Awards. It's not even extremely yeah. really rude, it's just like... <laughs>
1: Is there anyone in Hollywood that Gustavo, or not Gustavo, that Stephen Kramer Glickman hasn't been completely destroyed by?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the shrink goes in to talk to James. She shuts the door. A, like, two seconds go by, not even, and she opens the door, and she's orange. And she feels like she's been kissed by the sun! It's very stressful for me, because she has...
0: It's not, like, a super neat job. Like, obviously she didn't, like, take her shirt off, so there's, like, orange spray, like, on her nice shirt and clothing. That sucks. I guess it washes out with water, so it's probably yeah. fine.
2: Mm-hmm. And Mir- James, James is her- too powerful. James tells her she looks fantastic, tastic And Gustavo's like, stop <laughs> being orange! And then he, slam- <laughs> he goes into the room and slams the door, and then you hear, like, an altercation. At
0: no point did Kendall tell Gustavo that it washes off with water. Was this intentional? He definitely wants to yes. stop Orange James, but it's also very funny if he's like, if he's just, okay, James is going to be in rap records for a while, so he's not going to like cause any more damage, so I'll worry about him last, because I know I could just need to get some water on him, but it'll be funny for Gustavo yep. <laughs> if he doesn't know this, <laughs> and then gets to find out later.
1: Yes, no, I, I, I love that.
2: Fun. So, uh, then Kelly is in the Plumman's lobby, and she made, like, a shopping cart slingshot. It's like a callback to the pilot. And she's like, hey, Carlos, you, you totally want to try this thing, right? Jennifer Carlos is like, no.
0: He goes, care to try out my forget it? <laughs> and then they go, burn, he brought it.
1: <laughs> They're what so is? bad at being mean. Why did I like? Is their whole personality. I would
0: also I would be very intimidated by them though if I was there. Yeah,
2: Kelly accidentally launches herself into a luggage cart, (laughs) like clear across the lobby. Carlos and the Jennifer step out of the way, and she just has a near death experience. Eh, She's fine. Uh, So back at Rock Records, they're doing a progress check, and Gustavo is orange, and he's like, "We have made no progress." (laughs)
1: he's orange and like his entire sweatsuit is just
2: bright orange and so is his face it was kind of like a flesh tone almost kelly's like why doesn't kendall have hollywood fever (laughs) because he has a normal brain
0: (laughs) and his friends have the brain of a cricket guys i know i bring this up like every other episode but i'm so excited for like season three cricket brain kendall It's what I live for.
2: (laughs) Cricket brain. I wish they hadn't said the cricket thing, though, because if Gustavo just left it at Kendall having a quote-unquote normal brain, I would have died. (laughs) And Kendall's like, they're not, they don't have cricket brains, they're my friends.
0: No, he doesn't deny the cricket brains.
2: No, he just doesn't want to go solo. (laughs) Okay. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. That feels more that's my boy. Okay. <laughs> he, he knows about he knows about the cricket <laughs> He knows about
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. Well the next thing Kendall says, he's like, Well, I'm gonna go do what I always do when you and this town and the heat get to me and then Gustavo kinda like waves his hands by his head, like kinda mockingly, like, Okay, whatever but when he does that, Bongo Bongo sounds play Logan's not here. I don't I know. know why they put the sound effect there.
1: They just hit the wrong
2: button. <laughs> and he just left it in. Logan's not there
1: it's
0: like That's what he's hearing when Kendall's talking to him. He's just <laughs> hearing bongo sounds.
2: It's like it's like Charlie
1: Brown when the adults talk, but it's bongo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what Gustavo always hears when they try to talk to him.
1: That's why he doesn't respect them, because all their words sound like bongos. <laughs>
0: they just sound like Matthew McConaughey. I mean...
1: If someone spoke to me and they just sounded like Matthew McConaughey playing bongos at three in the morning, I wouldn't (laughs) enjoy them being around
2: either. If someone spoke to me and they just sounded like Matthew McConaughey, I wouldn't enjoy that. So, Kendall's gonna hit the rink to figure things out. Like, he's a hockey version of Troy Bolton. The ice ice and cold remind him of where he came from. (laughs)
1: And Kelly's like, what? Say that last part again.
2: The board! So Kendall's a hockey
0: version of, of <laughs> Troy Bolton, and then Dax Yvonne is the vampire version of Zac Efron.
2: Yes. hmm
0: Cool. Solved it. Uh, Alignment chart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Kelly tells Kendall to repeat it, and he says, I go to the rink because it reminds me of where I came from. And they like, look at each other and nod, and Gustavo says, why are you looking at each other and saying things twice?
2: Me Which and is a good thing.
0: line. <laughs> it's extremely good.
1: <laughs> and Kendall good has to
0: explain that not, not not as good as And as good as Orange, Orange. James <laughs> is what you're going to say.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Orange James sounds like a knockoff brand Orange Julius. Yeah.
0: So Kendall explains that he never got Hollywood fever because he never lost touch with his roots. And Kelly's like, Oh, I get it. Hollywood fever is just a fancy term for homesickness which I think is the opposite of what's actually happening. Yeah, but in her defense, she probably has a concussion from that slingshot <laughs> thing. So yeah. I think that's excusable. but the issue that kind of literally just said because he's the one who remembers where he came from, they have forgotten about Minnesota completely. They don't remember it's a place. What's a Minnesota?
2: Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we gotta. Resolve Katie is still running her stand above Palmwood's property, and Kendall runs up to her and he's like, I need 6,000 pounds of shaved ice stat. Dude, she's 10. <laughs> and she's like, I can't because bitters will destroy my stand if I leave it. So then she just sells the stand <laughs> to bitters. Exactly as a city official gets there to fine him for various health code violations.
1: Yeah, it really has Willy Wonka unloading his factory right before OSHA (laughs) is invented energy.
2: (laughs) And then, like, he keeps talking and getting written up for additional things. My favorite is when he says rats. And the guy's like, oh, another 500 for rats. Where did
0: Kendall get the number 6,000 for the amount of pounds of ice. Like, Logan's not there to do the numbers.
1: Well, he knows exactly how much ice you need to make a hockey rink. He didn't make a hockey rink! There's no hockey being played in the They We're weren't able vaccine. to do it in time. <laughs> also,
0: I'm just obsessed with your 10-year-old sister has a snow cone stand, and then you run up to her and say, I need 6,000 pounds of shaved ice. I guess he knew? How did he- he didn't catch up with any of this. He was busy chasing James. Did he know about the wood chipper? I don't uh, know. He
1: probably he...
2: saw it when he was passing by and stuff. So they lure Orange James and Bongo Boy and Jennifer Carlos to the Palm Woods Park, and there are 6,000, I guess, pounds of shaved ice there. And I do all... have
0: one thing before that. I'm so sorry. I know we've been going, but I have a couple of thoughts. Um, I enjoyed how the way they learned James is that he was in the bathroom looking at himself in the mirror, and Kendall throws snowballs at him from the kitchen, <laughs> which is uh, fun.
1: Oh, also fun fact, the, the psychiatrist played a judge on Fraser. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: Um, and then the only other thing I had before that is, so they're all sprinting after candle because they're mad at him and logan's still playing the bongos as they're running <laughs> I, it was
1: on the floor okay. i love that like logan was like guys be chill be chill and got pelted with exactly one snowball and then he was like we're throwing hands
2: and then he starts screaming bad vibes bad vibes and he tries to use his bongos as a shield a couple times which i enjoyed
0: The bad vibes thing is unironically me, too. (laughs) I'm also on the edge of, like, flipping out at any moment, (laughs) I feel like. So yeah, not one snowball, I feel like that tracks for him for sure.
2: Would you scream bad vibes, though, or would you just, like, yell at someone for throwing a snowball at you? Oh no, it'd
0: be all, it would be inner turmoil for sure. Okay. And then I would just, like, cry about it later. But I say bad vibes, like, out loud in the in the public space every day and it's 2021 so gross I don't really know so I do they... have a t- my favorite tank top says good vibes
1: only on it
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah they run into the park and there's a mound of snow and it's so much fun the woodchipper is shooting more snow out and I think that must have been a really fun scene to shoot just running around in the snow
0: so as they're having this snowball fight, there's this really, really sweet version of Famous that's playing in the background, and it has this awesome guitar solo. It's
1: guitar is, dude!
0: No, it's <laughs> better than that. It's like a really good guitar solo, and I think that's what we sacrificed in order for Logan to rap. Oh. no! no i'm sorry logan but i don't think it's worth it it's like that was it was a really sweet version of the song and now i'm like kind of mad about it now i'm gonna have to just watch this episode whenever i want to hear that version and i was also wondering if the choice of the song famous here we talked a lot about the like how that song works thematically in the show yeah
1: does that fit into the theme of this episode at all absolutely I mean, the whole premise of famous is like talking about all the things that fame promises you. You want all this big stuff and this flashy stuff. Well, you gotta, you gotta work for it. You gotta fight for it. You gotta claw your way to the top. Okay, that was not a complete thought. Hang on.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just think it's the reason it's hard is I think because it comes at this place in the episode when it's kind of like triumphant and like. Things have finally like been wrapped up, so now it's used as like well, a bookend right. instead of the actual conflict because the conflict is over at this point.
1: Right, but think about James's. It will verse. be in like a minute. We gotta work harder, fight the fight together, take it to the top. We got the winning team.
2: It's supposed to remind you of like the lingering danger. They only played the chorus
0: and the guitar solo, so they didn't have any of the verses in there.
2: Right, but like so I'm thinking
0: maybe it's more of like a bookend to the theme of the entire episode I think is how it kind of fits because then it's like hey so you saw everything that just happened now right you sure you want to be famous Mm. (laughs) because Hollywood apparently does that to people but (laughs) I don't know
2: yeah it's like a taunt I actually love that read of it famous is the gift that keeps on giving truly I know the layers to this one layers no stop
1: <laughs> <laughs> Scott released the forbidden guitar solo famous it's gotta be out there somebody's gonna send it to us as soon as we finish rapping <gasps> no nope. um, we're my not words. we're not gonna rap song I is on the, the radio the
0: hot rotation video hot rotation video hey um you know what actually slaps is Logan's rap over the sucker chords <laughs>
1: <laughs> no yeah we did that earlier
0: oh my god I just I can go down the list of big time rush songs and just sing them over "Sucker" and they're all better,
2: like, which I'm not like
0: surprised by anymore. I'm just like mad about it. Someday we have to like reverse. Better than it all doesn't deserve rush to be "Sucker" the
2: someday. Okay, I keep getting ads for like it's like you can take a songwriting class with Ryan Tedder, the guy who mostly wrote "Sucker," and I was like, <gasps> what is he gonna teach me? He already wrote "Sucker." <laughs> <laughs> like i can't write sucker like, two.
0: well that's why he's like teaching classes now because he can't really say any more music because like he yeah, did peak. sucker he and did. it's over like he peaked yeah he
2: wrote music <laughs> he wrote the music
1: all music is done
0: um uh, okay we're very close to the end of the episode um the two jennifers yell at carlos they yell jennifer do something <laughs> And he insists, he says, actually, the name's Carlos. And he's and like, that's my name is
1: Carlos! And he, like, <laughs> And then he puts the helmet on. He's wearing the helmet, and he's still wearing, like, the peacoat thing, and the silk scarf. And the silk, yeah. And he's got his arms spread wide in the snow that's around him, and he throws his head back, and he enjoys life. And he looks Yay. like the end of a Hallmark movie. <laughs> probably one that he's been in the fact that he's been in
0: hallmark movies haunts me i just i really enjoyed his name being jennifer for a little bit yeah. like that is so funny and i can't clock why
2: but it's just an it's inherently really funny name
1: <laughs> yeah it's because like he's a... a parody he's a parody of the jonas brothers
2: oh right <laughs> don't know why i so didn't I'd think i'd, think I'd be that. the one to bring
0: that up but what's happening is I guess the coals in the ice of the snowballs that are being thrown at them reminds them of where they came from. Either that or Kendall just provoked them enough where they were able to like engage in the moment and then like snap back into place, which I think is it.
2: Yeah, See- if you're ever stressed, you're supposed to put ice um directly under your eyes. Oh. And it'll like factory reset your brain oh shit yeah. okay
0: so this is like real damn yeah but logan was like not in any place to tell us about the science of it so that's where we missed out
1: <laughs> i thought that it was just that bandana man his like cold is his kryptonite oh 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 yeah oh i, I guess, didn't get to that yeah. part of my theory huh you did mention we that did. the heat you... gives him power yeah, yeah okay cause... yeah i think that Bandana Man's vanquished when snowballs are thrown at him, and I think it was wise that Kendall started, like, the first snowball was thrown at Bandana Prime, so that the other ones (laughs) were weaker. Um, Bandana Prime. Yeah. Uh, But the snowballs were thrown by Kendall, and the rest of the was Rock Records Friends. So it could either be read that Bandana Man is weak to the cold or water, or that he's weak to, like, friendship and, like, love or whatever, and that's (laughs) a corny version of it. But either way, the reason that Kendall made sure to be around James and also the others is so that he would be the one to keep Bandana Man in check. Like, That's the only I reason think, they keep Kundal around. Um, no other reason. <laughs> I mean, if if he knows that Bandana Man is weak to the cold, why would he not just immediately start with trying to cool him? Well, I guess the water. Well, because I
0: think at first, it's because it does track for James. Like, yeah, he's going to get into some other CUDA product, right. and it's just going to be annoying for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Cuda then cult. he saw him do all those... I think he saw him do all those backflips and was like, James Diamond cannot do that. Like, regular (laughs) old James is not capable of that. Yeah. So that's when he realized there must be some other power of foot. And because it's so hot out, the bandana man can come in and do all those sweet moves. So Orange James
2: is just like a more powerful mutation or strain of bandana man.
0: Is there anything symbolic in the way that James gets all of his uh, orange off when he lays down face first in the snow and does like a snow angel?
1: Yeah, I just haven't thought about what it is. <laughs> okay, cool. It's definitely I have an symbolic. angel tattoo.
0: I should probably, like, that should probably be my space, but I don't know. And then when, when he does like pop back up, he's like miraculously not orange anymore. At that point in the episode, I'm so used to orange Right, it's jarring. He looks so so (laughs) pale and sickly.
1: (laughs) This this Victorian boy. (laughs) This sick little French boy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So
2: did we do
0: it? Yeah, let's like... Okay, we should do that brief reflection. I know we did a lot of that with the Man theme. So we're learning more about... We're really... Whatever's happening with James. Yeah. What, Mirror James, Orange Jeans, Bandana Man. Like, There's just a just lot going to... on with him. <laughs> so I think we just need more information and context, and I think that'll help us. Like, I don't think we can do any more right now, honestly. Right. Like, I don't think we have enough information. Um, I don't think Logan ever gets high again.
2: No. Maybe.
0: I mean, may- I. Maybe probably at some point, but, like, I think he just goes back to regular, like, anxiety Logan, and that's sad for him.
1: Well, at some point, I, he's
0: I want him to, like, be cool. able to have this. <laughs> I, I want know. the bongos to be in that first album. I don't think we really moved forward that much with Carlos.
1: There wasn't much to say with Carlos.
0: He obviously became disillusioned with the Jennifer's because... You know, before he was, like, worshipped them and thought they were, like, hot and wanted to date them. And now he's, like, over it, kind of. But that definitely comes back is. in yeah. pretty full force. Right. Because you'd think that at this point he'd be able to move on. But, he like, he does not, which mm-hmm. is disappointing. Um, Carlos so close. better. He did look like, I mean, there's the fedora. But, like, he looked pretty good in, it, like, the jacket and whatever. I thought that was a good look. But we don't really yeah. get that again either ever who else is left kendall's left kendall i want to know more about i'm pretty right because right now my theory is that his transition from normal brain like leader trying to save the group to cricket, cricket brain, brain kendall <laughs> obviously a lot of it has to do with the progress of the bands like right now they really need to work hard to make it and then you know after a couple of years they've made it and they're just like he doesn't need that pressure anymore Mm-hmm. I also think he just gets kind of broken down. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of stuff happens, and he just they doesn't just have the energy him. anymore. Right? There's too many shenanigans, and he, yeah, he wants just can't none do it of it. Anymore.
1: I want. He wants no part of this.
0: <laughs> That's my theory about Joe in this episode. Yeah, why she wasn't here. Okay. <laughs> Whenever there's a missing character like Joe and Mrs. Knight, I'm just like they saw some part of what was happening and said, "I want no part of this." Uh, Mrs. Knight maybe saw James in the bathroom, putting on, uh, man, action, mandarin spray, and was Mandarine. like, so that's gonna be a thing.
1: Yeah, do I have the energy to deal with this today?
0: Nah. She's like, it's gonna be a thing, and it's gonna be loud, so.
1: I think she was recognizing that it was gonna be a disgusting orange mess. And then Joe
0: probably was, like, going in the lobby or walking down the hall just hang out with Kendall and see what was going on, but then... She saw him with a bandana and the sunglasses and the water gun. and was just like, mm, not today. Maybe not today. I'll try again tomorrow. I wonder I if want she no like. Part of this.
1: If I wonder if Camille like texts her with the, the, the big <laughs> oh, but time that's absolutely update. Because <laughs> Camille was,
0: she shows up at the end to throw snowballs, right? right, right. She didn't get too involved though. She was. control I mean, she situation. She, she did introduce the of
1: Hollywood fever. Yeah. She what did, if she yeah. like? She texts Joe like. All right, I'm going to tell him about Hollywood fever today. LOL, let's see what happens. And Joe's just like, i are not going to handle this well. <laughs> I
0: don't want to be here. They're like, yeah, I kind of have it fixed by tomorrow.
1: So much faith Everyone in him. Everyone
0: has a lot of faith. The leader,
1: so Everyone has so much it. faith in
0: him, except better, so he calls him Devil Boy. <laughs> so we know that that is love, the relationship. I love
1: Devil Boy.
0: <laughs> I like the idea that he doesn't know any of their names.
1: Ooh, has he called them by name? He only name refers before? to,
0: like, yeah, he's, like, he knows the Knights. He knows it's, like, Mrs. Knight. But he has no reason to know the children's names. Right. He knows Katie's name because he has to destroy her or whatever whatever bullshit that is. Know your enemy. And, yeah, like, with Katie, we learn more about she's, like, really smart and wants to be successful and, and like, knows how to do it. She's 10 years old. And then, again, Bitters has this, like, insecurity. Well, he wants to get rich and not do any work. And then he also, like, there's this ongoing competition with her. Super
1: insecure.
0: really. Yeah, it keeps coming back. Uh, I think that's most of it.
2: Are we good with the episode?
0: Yeah. Is that the
2: end of it? That
0: is. Please follow us on like social and media and stuff.
2: lives on.
0: Um, Tumblr's my... It's where I'm most comfortable, yes. so if you have it, that's where I implore you to follow us and, like, I don't know, send us asks or just, like, whatever. Uh, but we are on Twitter and Instagram as well.
1: And obviously the Gmail's always there, LinkedIn, our website
0: absolutely our website is rushers with love all one word dot Podbean. dot com and that has all the stuff on there and all of our episodes
1: and we love you <laughs> it's getting late uh, um, i'm turning into night Haley. are your pants cold not not Haley. can you not do this to me every can you not? time i speak
0: <laughs> i have to go my pants are cold yeah
1: you Bye. better Girl, my. Yeah, that was fun.